Blog Talk Radio.
slideshow that I put on the Ed and Isabel page that have these uh, over 20 pictures of uh, the host and what we're going to be doing tonight. You don't have that because you don't have the Internet. So you don't know what's going on. You just All you know is call the phone number, and you just support us that way. So you don't have a clue. So let's go ahead and read the show's description to get you brought up up to speed, and the rest of you just can hear it again, okay? But earlier I typed this. I said, peace, family. Tonight, Tuesday show, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, will feature another family member. This time it's Paul Booker, who is Addie Douglas Booker's son. Addie is Isabel, Ed and Isabel's daughter. Okay? And then I went on to type, I'm told Paul is another person with a lot of history. So let's look forward to hearing him. And I hope we will. I went on to type, also, we have coming your way, Tasha, comedy, important announcements, and more. Stop and share this family, please. And then I have, of course, the phone number and the link to the show. So that's what's going on tonight. That is what's happening tonight, folks. So hopefully, um, I pray that... uh, We'll be able to, with Paul and Darlene and myself, and speaking of Darlene, to go ahead and bring my host on the phone line. Uh, let's do this really quick here. Uh, Erico 512922, Miss Darlene Douglas, are you there? I'm here. How are you well, doing tonight? Well, I'm doing okay, uh, especially after hearing your voice uh, doing the show like this. You know, I, I, I say this, these shows are very difficult to put together, but once we hear each other talk after the finished product, it's a good feeling, isn't it? It sure is. Yes, uh, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. So, uh, listen, darling, I want to go ahead and say hello to the family, and, uh, and we'll get right into this show. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hello, family. I hope everyone is doing well in the radio land. Mm-hmm. And um, waiting. Uh, this is a show tonight that I've been waiting on. So I think we, I think everybody should enjoy tonight's show. You know, I'll be very honest with you, me as well, and it's because I love our seniors and I love talking to them because uh, they know so much about things we don't know, and uh, they kind of set the record straight on, on on various levels, not just on a few levels, so I always enjoy talking to those those people uh, that I've seen, but I ain't gonna lie, I've, we've had some youngsters on from uh, Soleil to the uh, uh, um, to little quarterback in Grambling, and just various young people we've had on, and I enjoy them just as well, darling, I really do, but uh, I am I looking forward that. to it. Yes, yes. I am looking forward to tonight. Well, we didn't have a show last week, folks, if y'all don't already know. i sure y'all know by now. Is that you with the little noise there? Or is that me? It's probably me. But, but listen, uh, folks, last week we didn't have a show, and I'm sure y'all know that. But uh, we wanted to, uh, to um, several reasons we canceled that show last week. And I wanted to just tell the family, speaking of shows and showtime, in the near future, uh, we're going to start doing two shows a week, family, two shows a week. And I think that's going to give Darling and I the, the little uh, breather we need. Uh, uh, Amen, Darling, yeah. to that? You say two shows a week or two shows <laughs> a month? <laughs> two shows a month. 
can't believe I said that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we really be we'll be like chickens running around with our head cut off. We do two shows a week. No, I meant family two shows a month. So we'll do a show every other week. Now let me explain something, family. Uh, and again, that's why it's important to be on time. And I see the phone line have quite a few numbers. Thank y'all for being on time. And see y'all get to hear something. Well, we'll repeat it, but still you get to hear it first. But we're going to start going to two shows a month. And uh, we'll have a show every week. Now listen, family. We will have something on Five Smooth Stone Station every Tuesday at this time. Okay, so every Tuesday, every Tuesday at this time, you will hear something. Okay, but it's going to be a special that I'll be doing when we're not doing a family show. All right, so let's get this straight. Today we're having a family show. Next week we'll go to a special that I'll do, and I'll talk about maybe. I might want it to be a surprise to you, maybe. I'll tell you what it's going to be about later on in the show, or I'll put it, I'll put some on the Ed and Isabel page. And then the following week, not in seven days, we won't have the family show. We'll have a special show. I don't know. Maybe I'll talk all in coming on and doing things with me. She's always real good when we do these little Bible studies. We'll see. But it'll be it'll be good. I promise you that. But it won't be per se like a family event. We'll invite the the secular world or the or the uh, secular world. We'll invite uh, 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 everybody else into the to the to the. Um, to this five smooth stone uh, network, so it'll be family on and it'll be non-family on, and then the following seven days will be a family show, and then so we'll do it like that, okay? So I am about to increase on programs for this network, as well as possibly get some other people to do some shows. So that's a whole other conversation. So far as you're concerned, the Ed and Isabel, uh, the Douglas County Family Friends Network, will be meeting. Uh, we'll go. We'll have a, a blast tonight. Next week we'll have a blast. It won't be on the families. It'll be on something else, most likely like a Bible study or talking about something going on in our country. And then the next seven days we'll go back to this format. Okay. So y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned to that. And uh, well, Miss Darling, uh, again, it's good to hear your voice after the break uh, uh, in this setting. Of course, she and I talk off the. Um, you know, all the time, but I'm talking about it. it's good to hear on the show. So let's do this, darling. I would like to, since we, it's been a while since we did the birthdays and anniversaries, I would love to uh, just go ahead and do that if that's okay with you. Are you uh, equipped? <coughs> yeah. I well, let's do here. this. Yeah, let's put the little birthday song on. I think I can play that. And um, just wanted to remind everybody, too, also, got these little reminders down here on the um, on my uh, notepad here. But folks, please go to the Ed and Isabel page and check in and see what's happening with the family. That is our central point where families from these 13 states kind of chime in. Okay, so you want to go there and post things of what's happening with your family. We don't want to know all your business, but just a little bit here and there of what's happening. Post uh, some, some uh, if you want to post some clips you've seen, some wise teachings or some sermons or audio, video. You want to just encourage the family or anything on your heart, put it on the Ed and Isabel page. Okay, that's what that page is for. And we may talk about it on the show. Okay, so I just want to keep reminding everybody we're far over th- we're not far but we're over 300 members now we're over 300
hundred members. How about that, darling? <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah, we finally yeah. got over it, and so we're—I uh, think it's three eighteen somewhere around that. So we want to push and perhaps get four hundred because family got so much more family that's not a part of that page. Three hundred family members is really good. So I want to congratulate the family again, again for getting over the three hundred mark. So uh, just want to remind everybody about that. But darling has some birthdays for the month of August, and I'll go ahead. And store my little music up here. And darling, just go ahead with those birthdays and anniversaries if you have those as well for the month of August, please. Okay. Joanna Douglas Dorsey. Dorsey, August the 2nd. Keith Matthews, August the 2nd. Now, Jeff hold on a second about the Dorsey person, because, uh, darling, oh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember these names, so let's... Uh, slow it down just a little bit. Though. Who is Darcy again? I've seen that a thousand times. Is that, is that on the Dugan side? No, it's on Ennis Buddy Douglas' side. She is the daughter of Billy Joe Douglas. She lives there in Atlanta. Oh, really? I think I met uh, his daughter, Audrey. That's the same people, right? Correct. And you know what? I just thought. And if I'm wrong, somebody can call and correct me. Joanna has a twin, and I completely forgot about her. Um, okay, I, I, I think I'm So it's two of them on the same day. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, well, we have twins because Joanna has a twin. Okay. And Keith Matthews. Is the second also, and I he may be Edna Louise's brother. Okay, and that's on the Kennedy side, and we have okay. Deborah Deborah Williams Redcliffe, which is the Kennedy side. Okay, and we have. Uh, nobody answered me on this one. We have a, the Dean Hill and Lorraine Orange. I had one birthday on August the 21st and the other birthday, August the 22nd. So nobody clarified that. I don't know if one was born a little bit before midnight or after midnight. I, I just wow. don't know that one. Still interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have... Uh, Davica Miles Chen, August the 24th. Happy birthday, Davica. <clears throat> we have William B. Johnson, August the 26th. Happy birthday, William B. Uh, Catherine Douglas, August the 26th. And this is... This, yeah, this is not a Catherine. This is this Catherine is my niece. And oh, really? Michael okay. Yeah. Michael Douglas, which is my nephew, August the thirty first. Jalen Douglas, which is my uncle Carl and Aunt Sheila's grandson, August seventeenth. Elizabeth okay. Johnson, August 17th. I believe that's going to be my niece, uh, which is Tanya's uh, daughter. 
Okay. And no, 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 no. That's not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Elizabeth Johnson. No, that's no, that's Elizabeth would be Elizabeth McVeigh. So I don't know who Elizabeth Johnson. You know who Elizabeth Johnson is? Family? Anybody? You know, darling? <laughs> no, I actually thought she was your niece. Well, maybe the name is wrong because you know it's not that many Elizabeths around. But her name is Elizabeth McVeigh, and her daughter, her sister, got married to a Johnson. So maybe that's a mix-up. But anyway, happy birthday! If we got that wrong, please forgive us. Right, right. Um, Deborah K. August the eighth, which is on the Dugan side. This is Robbie's niece, and we had talked about this one. The only name I have is Pooh Bear. <laughs> August the 28th Which is Sally's grandson Okay And Hersha Donahue That's today August the 30th And this is uh, Opal's Which is Uncle Dugan's daughter Opal's son I'm sorry Opal's okay. husband Happy birthday Linda Linda Ligon West, August the 31st. Now, I know what that Ligon is. Uh, anytime you see that, that's the Dugan side, right? Right. That's Shirley's it's daughter. It's becoming a little clear, is... a little bit clear. <laughs> okay. And I have little Drew Nelson, August 31st. And that's Robbie's grandson. Okay. Marnie. Monique Jefferson, August the 25th, Robbie's niece, and Robbie meaning being on Dugan's side, and I have Kristen, Kristen C.J. Turner, August the 15th, which is Jefferson's thing. Okay, my bad, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you said Kristen, I'm like Turner, I forget there is a Turner on the uh, Eddie side, okay, my bad. Right. Repeat yeah. that, because I, I can't interrupt you. My bad. <clears throat> Kristen C.J. Turner, which is Deborah Spain Turner, first grandson. Okay. Okay. So uh, we have three birthdays in heaven. Um, All right. Jose. Jose Hazi Lee Bell. August okay. 26th, and like I said before, both my grandmother's birthday is in August. I have Inez Cliff Douglas, which was yesterday, I'm looking at the date, August 29th, okay. and then I have Elmo McDonald Richards, which was August the 8th. So that's three birthdays in heaven, and um, I'm going to ask the family to pray for Jeanette Spain Davis, which her husband Tommy Davis passed away, and and his funeral is going to be Saturday in Haiti, Missouri. Missouri, really? Yeah, and I echo that. Please, family, remember them in prayer. I know we say it all the time. Oh, I pray, I pray. But I'm telling y'all, y'all know death ain't no joke. 
and uh, there's a wonderful way to look at it, and there's a, there's a there's a uh, <laughs> there's a gloomy way to look at it. And uh, I know we're gonna miss the people that pass, our loved ones. I know that that's always one of life's biggest challenges that we go through. But I have seen people face that experience with an angle on it that just won't quit, and God has just picked them up and carried them. And I know this is going to sound kind of a little weird, but I have seen people come alive even in death. So uh, I know we're going to miss these relatives, and we're going to have a lot more deaths on this show. We're going to be talking about that. But, family, if we pray and just ask God, and and, and let's just agree in prayer that the Father will strengthen uh, uh, the loved ones and and help them to remember Tommy and all the good things he did. I remember talking to him at the reunion, and I'm not just saying it's because of who he is right now. I'm just make just to make a you know, but he actually was an outgoing person. We talked about the um, Kansas City Chiefs, and it was it was him and Randall. Uh, um, I remember uh, Randall. He's been on the show too. Uh, I can't think. Brandon Kemp, uh, they was two of the nicest guys there. So I remember talking to him, Tommy, and uh, we talked about the, the, the football team. So anyway, just remember them in prayer, family. Thank you, darling, for remembering that. That was very good. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> we have one correction on the picture that uh, we posted of Addie, ain't Addie, Douglas, Freeman Booker, um, that is Dorothy's thing. Okay, did some family member call in and correct me on that one? Yes. Okay, well, my bad on that, family. My bad on that. No, uh, I did not. it's not a bad I remember, but, you know. I'm going to tell you, on the page, that's why this page is so dynamic. <sighs> I remember asking for a page because there's one picture of Addie that where she's sitting on the chair, and I wanted a better picture. It was just not that clear of a picture, and I just didn't like. And they said, "Well, we can find somebody." And the next thing I know, I saw this this photo, and I promise you, somewhere on that page it said Addie Booker, and I just ran with it. So I see that you have to, and the, and, the, and the family will know. So thank y'all for that correction. And all what I'll do is I'll just take that picture down, cause I can't correct it, cause the name is on the photo. Y'all know how that goes. So anyway, we'll take that one down. But uh, it's a very nice slide show of tonight's show, family. And uh, there's about 24 other pictures that uh, I think I got right. I hopefully got those right, but I'll take that one down, family. I apologize. We got two rules on this show: be patient with us, be patient with us, and be positive. And I thank y'all for letting us know that quickly, where that won't just be sitting out there and we didn't even know. Okay, but again, I can't really do anything. To, well, maybe I can audit it, cut out the top part. I'll try that. But anyway, darling, you go right ahead. Thank y'all for letting me know that. Um, the twin, Joanna. Douglas Dorsey twin, I just remembered her name, is Jacqueline. And so I'm adding her name to August the second. And <clears throat> and I know it's some people I miss, but I apologize. I just don't know. Um if they are willing to send me their birthdays, anniversaries or whatever, I will add it to the list. Yep, okay. yep, yep, and that's always a good thing. So 
that this list can grow and grow. Because Darlene should have at least five, about a hundred names, and we don't mind playing it. We don't mind naming every single one, every single show. But uh, but that's okay. We got we got enough. All right, Darlene. Well, yeah. I just know it's some it's we're gonna go with what we have. I know that there's a special day or something special that went on in the month of August in each of our families. So we'll just go with what we know and what we have. Amen. Okay. Amen. Well, uh, did you have any anniversaries, young lady? Any uh, anniversaries for the family? I don't have any anniversary. I know uh, what's the date? Well, it's been more than a, a year ago that we had the reunion in Dallas, um, and we're kind of looking forward to the next one. Yeah, we better start talking about that. Why don't you go ahead and just kind of give the spiel on that really quick about the the uh, reunion next year? So people, some people like to plan a year in advance. I've even met people that plan like attending reunions even two years, if you can imagine somebody that organized. <laughs> okay. We have a family reunion here in Austin, Texas, and it's going to be August 3rd, 4th, and 5th. And um, I have the hotel secure. I just need to work out some more bugs on that, and we will be ready to go. But let me announce I, um, next weekend, not this coming weekend, but the next weekend in Caldwell. The Kennedy side of the family is having a reunion, and I don't have a calendar here. And it's going to be like that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, ending Sunday with a church service. Um, and I had posted that for Edna them, and um, <clears throat> I will post that um Again on the page To okay. keep it on everybody's mind But um, yeah That Friday night should be a meet and greet um, That Saturday is the main Reunion And ending Sunday With church service huh. Where's the church service going to be at? Oh uh. Uh, It's a church in Caldwell Okay um, I don't have the name. Um, I don't have the name on me right now. Okay. Well, you got plenty of time but to get they, all that together. Well, they have a, a a letter that's circulating now. Um, but uh, next month, I'm going to send out information starting on the reunion here. In Austin, you know, because like you say, some people like to um, prepare. I know I do. Right. Well, some people, uh, I admire you. I I wish I could say that I plan everything two years in advance like that. But I'm looking forward to this reunion in Austin, Texas. I 
definitely plan on being there. And I'm going to go ahead and say this, folks. We plan on doing a live uh, Douglas Candy Family Fans Network show on site there. So it should be very interesting for us to be able to do shows with people looking at us. I, I think I might have did that once with my other show, but I don't think I've done that for sure not with this show. That's going to be going to be very interesting either way. So that's, that's a few things that's happened. Don't even have anything else, because I kind of want to uh, talk about a few things here before we bring on our guests. Yeah, anything else, Chance? Mm, that should do it for, uh, for tonight as far as announcements. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, fam, I just wanted to just say a few things. Um, as y'all know, uh, uh I I mentioned the show's description and I didn't finish it. I did post at the very end of the show and I'm gonna start doing this every week. Something for the family to agree on, to pray and agree on, okay? And then we wanna declare. Uh, uh, you know, I hear a little noise there. I don't know if that's me uh, moving or not. I turn right to left. But I hear a little noise. Might be my chair. But listen, family, this is what's going on. What we wanna do every single week is encourage the family to do different things. Like at the very end of that description I have on the Edinburgh page, I, I typed this and I didn't read this earlier, but it says this. Lastly, family, let's pray as a united front and then declare our family will pursue a stronger relationship with the Father. Please, thank you. Now, if the family can just do that, and not just read and go, oh, that's a nice little gesture, Seth. But if we can actually just, in our quiet time, pray, asking the Father to bring us into a stronger relationship, help us to pursue a stronger relationship. That's what I said. Lastly, let us pray as a united front and then declare our family will pursue a stronger relationship with the Father, please. Folks, I'm telling y'all, as you heard, there's a death in the family. There's all type of other issues in the family. Some things we can't even say over the air. Some things we don't even know. There's all. This is a huge family with all kind of needs. But if we can get closer to the Father, not just being super spiritual, religious, and I'm talking about showing sure us getting close to where we can hear the Father, I think we'll be better off in every tiny aspect of life, financially, spiritually, emotionally, socially. Family, we need our Father. We need our Heavenly Father to order our steps, to bless us, to rebuke the devourer. Okay, not just the devil, not just evil spirits, but I'm talking about the enemy within, the flesh, our cravings to do wrong. We need the Father. We need the Father. We need Him. Darlene just mentioned about how we're going to church at the reunion. Why? We need that spiritual food. So let's agree. Let's just. Be mindful that I'll be posting that. So, like I said, we want to pray, asking the Father to help us. And then we want to start declaring. Declaring just means to declare. We're, we, we're going to be stronger. We're going to be strong. It's like a positive uh, affirmation. We're, we are going to be a stronger family spiritually. we got to start speaking the end results of those prayers. It just can't be a religious little prayer you throw out there with hopefully like a wish kind of a thing. We're going to ask the Father to help this family get closer, and then we're going to start speaking and saying that we are going to get closer. This family is going to get closer. We are going to get closer to God. And guess what? If we speak that and we speak it in faith believing, we 
will receive it. I'm not going to go into the scriptures that, that proves that and promises that, but folks, it's all kind of scriptures saying if we do just that, that the Father will do exactly that. I don't care how big this family is. It can be stronger and closer to the Father if we just declare that. So I'm going to be doing it every week. Look for it. It's going to be happening. I just don't want us all coming together just playing music and being nice to each other. We're in the middle of a warfare. Our family's suffering, a lot of pain. There's a lot of good stuff going on too now. There's a lot of victories. There's a lot of people uh, breaking barriers, and there's a lot of us loving on each other. There's a lot of us getting to know each other. There's a lot of us just growing in properly. Uh, some of us already have good relationships with the Father. So I understand that, but I just want us to just keep going down that path. I also want to just uh, kind of remind the the callers, those of you that are listening on the phone lines that want to come on and say something to our guest tonight, remember to mention your city, not just your name. I may forget, folks. I might forget. So just remember to mention your city, who you are, and what city you're calling from. We want our listeners that um, listen to this show a week from now, a year from now, to just know what kind of people is on the phone line because they can't see the phone line. So if you say, hi, this is so-and-so, and I'm in, uh, you know, such-and-such Alabama, and then somebody else called, they're in uh, Missouri, then they can begin to feel this 13-state effect. So we are in those 13 states, and it's nice to know that. So if you could, please mention the city, the city, okay? Remember, everybody, we're going to two, two times a month. I got some new... Uh, darling, got some new people in the in the house, so I gotta re- remind them we're going to two shows a month, but we'll have something every single week. We'll do a family show, we'll do a special show, we'll do a family show, we'll do a special show, we'll do a family, and so on and so on. Okay, and I think darling and I can get this rest we need so bad because these shows take a lot out of us. Y'all have no idea, no idea. So anyway, um. Later on, like I said, we're going to be interviewing the one and only Paul Booker. Uh, he is the grandson of Ed and Isabel. Ed and Isabel had a daughter named Addie. Ed and Isabel had a daughter named Addie, uh, who later married, uh, and her name was Freeman, Addie Freeman. Then she married again, Addie Booker. And her son, Paul Booker, is going to be in the house tonight talking about his life. and I'm sure his mom and his siblings, and, and uh, like Darlene say, I too am looking forward to hearing from the one and only Paul. Okay, so that's coming your way, family, and we're going to have some fun with that. Now, if Paul is long-winded, we'll just let him have the whole show. I don't like to put clamps on anybody, but if he um, finishes up early, we'll have an open forum and talk about some things. Good stuff, good stuff that you might be very interested in. Also coming your way is a little comedy, just a little clip, a little clip of comedy from Trevor Noah. Y'all know Trevor Noah. Darling, you ever heard of Trevor Noah? <laughs> no, I have not. You haven't? This is a little... Well, it, it, does not, it, it doesn't really ring a bell for me. Yeah, he is a... Uh, He's from South Africa, and he's taken the comedian, the comedy world by storm. Look for him to be one of the leading comedians of, of our time. He's very politically correct. He does a lot of political jokes, and he's always attacking racism. His, marriage, his mom is black, his father is white, and he was raised out of all places on the planet, South Africa. So this boy got something to say. He really does. So we're going to have him on in a little bit. And also, Tasha. 
Tasha is coming your way. She's got a little, this is going to be a lengthy little clip she has, and I'm kind of glad it, it's, it's, it's lengthy because Tasha has been on the, what, three weeks we ain't heard from her? So we'll be able to, uh, it's not, not, not her fault, but we just haven't able to get her, her clips on. So we'll kind of do a, a two Tashas in one. And uh, she's going to be talking about all type of discounts and remedies and re- recipes. Y'all can't miss Tasha, okay? So that's coming up as well. And also we'll play Gwen Burke's Encourager. She had a wonderful message as usual. And y'all got to hear the word that Gwen has for the family. As a matter of fact, let's do this. I'm going to go ahead and play Gwen now because her clip is not that long. Tasha, we may just go ahead and play Tasha and Gwen together. So let's do that, folks. So what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and play uh, Gwen Burke's her Encourager. Now, some of you don't know what an Encourager is. Well, Gwen has this thing that she sent out a, a message to every, um, these groups of phone numbers. And um, it'll be an encouraging word, and uh, it goes to your phone, and it comes every Monday. It'll, like, it'll be like you're getting a phone call. And when you go to answer, it'll you hear Gwen giving a word, and a good word at that, a relevant word, and something you can lose, use in your own life. We're not just being religious here, folks. We're trying to change lives, and that's why I have her encouraging in this format. Now, she's going to say Happy Monday, and that was yesterday, but y'all know today is Tuesday, okay? So, let's do this. Let's go to Gwen, and after Gwen, I think we're going to go to Tasha, and we'll be right back, folks. This is Gwen Burks. If you want to get get this coming to your phone, you can hit her up on Facebook. She's one of my friends. Uh, She is a part of the Ennis Buddy side. So here's Gwen. We'll be right back. Good morning and happy Monday. This is Gwen Burks with the Christian Women's Unity Alliance E. Courager. Love is not proud. 1 Corinthians 13, 4. Love and pride cannot coexist. They are mutually exclusive in their motives. Pride is concerned first about getting its own way, while love looks out first for the needs of another. Love is not proud and loves the proud. But pride perceives those who live by love as weak and easily overcome. Love walks in humble dependence on the Lord, while pride walks in arrogant dependence on self. The flesh makes fools out of pride, but the wise rise out of humble love. Does love incubate in your humble heart? Do you listen for the cries of those starving for love? You are the only one who can be your wife's husband or your husband's wife. You are the one Almighty God has appointed for you to place boundaries around temptations so your spouse feels valued, secure, and loved. Your marriage is the Lord's laboratory to learn how to love well. Moreover, make yourself available to be loved. Your pride wants to protect your image and not be vulnerable to receiving love. Any admission of need, even the need to be loved, is a sign of weakness to your pride. However, your humility is quick to confess a heart in need of comforting words and a warm hug. Let your loved ones in on who you are so they can really know you and love the real you. Give the gift of authenticity to trusting friends and many will love you back. This has been a Christian Women's Unity Alliance e-encouraging moment. Be blessed and be encouraged. I told y'all she had something for you. I told y'all she had something for you. I know all, y'all didn't get all that. 
So remember, you can listen to these shows. You can rewind and hear her again, okay? Um, but I always enjoy hearing um, from um, this encourages on encourages on Mondays. Again, it comes on Mondays. So at this time, what I want to do is I want to play Tasha. Uh, I can't seem to find her clip right about now. So let's do this, folks. Um, here we go. All right, this is Tasha Mahal coming at you. I want to get your little pencil and pens out, ladies, because you always give a bunch of tips for how to save money, especially the women seem to profit the most with Tasha, but she also gives some good ideas for some time for men as well. So anyway, Tasha Mahal. Good evening, family. I'm so excited to be here with you once again and anxious to share with you recipes, remedies, and reduce prices. Um, as always, my hope is that it will add a little flavor, healing, and some changes in your pocket. Once again, my name is Tasha, and I'm so excited to go ahead and dive right into the first R of our 3R segment, which is recipes. Um, I want to share with you an easy, uh, just a whipped butter. It's a, the name of this recipe is Whipped Cinnamon Pumpkin Butter. So it'll be nice for the fall as we're going into the fall here shortly. Um, you can use either fresh pumpkin puree or you can use, you know, sort of a, a just a canned one, I guess, you can find. Um, but it's a super simple recipe. All it calls for is two sticks of 8-ounce unsalted butter. You want to make sure that that is uh, at room temperature. You use a teaspoon of ground cinnamon. You can optionally use a fourth a teaspoon of ground nutmeg, a pinch of salt, a fourth a, fourth a cup plus two tablespoons of pumpkin puree, a fourth a cup of honey, and a teaspoon of vanilla extract. As you can imagine, guys, all of this is a matter of is just combining all of these ingredients. So in a large bowl, you want to use an electric mixer to beat the butter until it's light and fluffy. You're going to add the cinnamon and a tablespoon of pumpkin puree. You want to beat it until it's well combined. And you're going to continue beating and gradually add in the remaining pumpkin puree until it is completely incorporated. Now, uh, you want to add the honey and vanilla and beat it until it's thick and fluffy. And this, is, this will take you probably all of two minutes. So it doesn't take very long to do this. And God's would be a wonderful addition to, you know, to spread on rolls and, and croissants and different things like that. So I hope that you guys enjoy that. It's, it's, it sounds very yummy. I actually have not made this. I've made one similar to this before, so I can't wait to add this to my, um, to my fall lineup. So uh, let's go ahead and move right into remedies. Um, many of you are already familiar with apple cider vinegar. I just want to bring that back up and, you know, just kind of put it back in the front of your, your thought. So when you're out and about in the stores, pick up a bottle. Um, it has so many great benefits. For centuries, people have been using apple cider vinegar, or vinegar rather, as a natural remedy to fight infections, treat fever, and, and improve uh, digestion. So um, it's something that we're all pretty uh, privy to, and we know kind of what's out. Um, but there's so many uses for this outside of health benefits as well. So along with improving, improving health, many women and men use uh, apple cider vinegar for beauty reasons as well. So you can use it as a natural hair conditioner if you didn't know that. I actually use it periodically to clarify my hair to make sure I get all the, the buildup and things like that off. Because even if you're using shampoos, a lot of that stuff can build up and leave residues on your hair. So this is a great, and I do notice a big difference when I use it. Uh, along with um, that, people have, uh, you know, ditched, you know, chemical-laden cleaning products, which have been, you know, shown to lead to different, you know, ailments and different things that we have, issues that we have going on with our body, these chemicals that we use to clean. And so people are using it to wash windows and, and on their countertops and things like that. So you may ask yourself, why is apple cider vinegar so powerful? Well, 
uh, it is loaded with antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, and enzymes. So there is tons of things that I can go on and on about it. But, guys, we live in a world of technology, so Google it. Find out different ways that you can use it. Some, you know, it's just a little hype. And so, you know, but if, if for overall health benefits and also for cleaning and different things like that, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing to add into your, to your health care regimen and also your cleaning regimen. Uh, but make sure that you get a, a quality uh, apple cider vinegar because everyone is sort of on the bandwagon of um, ACV. Uh, it's readily available, and it's inexpensive. I think I typically spend about $4 a bottle, and it, it lasts me for a long time. So I don't have to, you know, rebuy this at least a couple months. You know, I can uh, I can go through a bottle, and, and it's just because I'm the only one using it in my house. Um but use a quality one as well. You know, uh, I've been using Bragg's, and I've I've liked it so far. So uh, good luck, guys. Go out there and research a little bit and see how you can incorporate this uh, into your your staple. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, third, we're going to go into our reduced prices. I apologize, guys. <laughs> Got kind of caught up there. Um, reduced prices, which is probably my favorite, my favorite. Um, I want to share with you over at MichaelCores.com. They have up to 50% off on their website. Um they have many styles of bags, apparel, shoes, and more that's on sale right now. Um, for instance, I'll give you an example of a, a Michael Kors uh, medium uh, leather satchel that the original price was $298. It dropped down to $149. Um, and that's shipped. The, free, the shipping is free, so there's no cost to ship right now, which is awesome. I love that. And there is sales tax that will be charged in most states. So, again, if you go over to michaelcourse.com, this sale is through August 17th. So you have a little bit of time to go over and look and check out what's what. Uh, Kohl's has solid cotton bath towels that are on sale for $3. And these are the big towels. They're actually called the Big One Solid Bath Towels. It's the name of the towels. They drop from $9.99 down to $3 right now. And you do have to add the uh, the code Great Saver. And you can pick these up over at Kohl's.com. The shipping does add an additional $8.95, or it is free with your purchase of $75 or more. Now, guys, most people don't know, but you can pick up items that you order online for free if you have a, you know, at your local Kohl's uh, near your home. Uh, these towels do come in 14 colors, and they have a decorative border. Uh, they are cotton, and they are machine washable, of course. And there are hand towels and washcloths as well on sale. Uh, and, again, sales taxes will be uh, charged in most states. Uh, over at NordstromRack.com, uh, they actually have a sale that's, you know, again, it's on apparel, uh, men and women, children as well, uh, house houseware, you know, different things like that. But the thing that stood out to me was that their dress selection, they have over 350 dresses. Uh, under $25. Some of these dresses are up to 90% off. Beautiful dresses. Um, for instance, there was a dress that I found for $118. was marked all the way down to $24. There was another dress that was original $98, marked down to $15. There is an additional charge for shipping of $7.95, or it is free if you spend um, you know, $100 or more. The returns are free to your local store. And, uh, again, sales tax is charged in most states. Um, great, great deal there. Let's see. Um, I got one more for you guys. Um, if you are a college student or if you know a college student uh, or someone that's going off to college, this would be a great thing to pass on to them and let them know. But uh, over at Amazon, their Prime membership is free for six months, guys. Um, and that's, you know, an entire semester. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's free for six months. And what the benefits 
of having this uh, membership is, what it, what it includes is it will give you free two-day shipping on millions of items, unlimited streaming of movies and TV shows with Prime Video, free Kindle books to borrow, free unlimited photo storage, and exclusive offers and discounts. So this is perfect. You know, the kids can download movies while they're in school, um, you know, you can, you know, ship even, I believe you can get textbooks through Amazon. So there's so many benefits of having this, um, and it's free for six months. So you can't beat that. Uh, I wanted to share with you guys a tip real quickly um, that actually myself or my family will be uh, kind of taking advantage of. I wish we would have known about it a little bit sooner. I'm excited to kind of put this out there, and maybe uh, the gentleman that does the financial segment could pick, you know, kind of tag team me in this and give some more information because it is something that I'm very interested in as well. I plan to sit down with my financial planner here soon and uh, plan to add my kids or to get my kids an IRA. And, pretty, and guys, if you don't know what IRA is, it is an, an, a retirement account. It's pretty much what it is. And you can get at a retirement account for a child at any age, the moment that they're born. Yeah, of course, as you know, you, you have to. It has to be done the right way. However, um, but you can get in a retirement account for any child. And guys, I wish that we would have started sooner setting up our retirement account. But can you imagine if you start a child off very young, even at the age of ten? And think about the power of saving and compound interest over a 50-year period. They actually have 50 years for it to, to sit there and grow. Um, we're always talking about in my household generational wealth, and, you know, that's, that's the goal. That's the strive or, you know, that's what you're kind of going for, setting up a system where you can, you know, take care of your family. Um, and so this definitely is a very easy vehicle to use and to kind of start along that that journey, and it can be parents that set this up, a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, a godparent that could set this up for a child um, and and take full advantage of it. Um, you you do have to, the child does have to earn an income, but let's say if you have an infant, the child could be a model for, you know, um, I don't know if you have a business that deals with anything with kids, they can be a model for your business or Whatever the case may be, I believe there's even ways to where if they're doing household chores and you pay them, that there are ways where you can uh, go ahead and, and qualify to be able to save for them. So, guys, look into this. This is very, very powerful. It's very, uh, it's one of those things that is so easy to do, and you can set up something that will have a lifelong uh, benefit. Can you imagine, you know, you're long gone, but you've set up something for a grandchild, and that child reaches 50 but you made them, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and didn't have to do a whole lot to do it, you know. So that's a powerful, powerful thing to be able to leave something behind. Um, and that's and I, and I know that this is sort of the 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 purpose of this show, and, and this is exactly what this show is doing. So when I was thinking about getting this done for my family, I thought I need to share this with my family because we all need to be striving to leave something behind. Um, can't take it with us, right? And it's all about progressing as a family and as a people. So uh, enough of that. Get off my little soapbox here. <laughs> as I'm going to wrap it up for this evening, it's been a pleasure, guys, uh, sharing this information with you. I want to thank you again, everyone, for allowing me to be a part and taking part of this program. Um, my little small contribution means the world to me, and I hope that it, it helps and, and brings more to your lives as well. Guys, let us continue to grow, inspire, and connect with one another. Remember, family isn't the most important thing. It is everything. And until next time, guys, God bless.
A lot of information there. And what did y'all think of the encourager? Well, let me go ahead and bring on our co-host. Uh, darling, all the way in Austin, Texas, your line is open. Darling, what did you think of the encourager and Tasha? <laughs> I love both of them. I, yeah, I truly enjoyed it. And I have a, a bottle of that vinegar in my uh, refrigerator now. It's not too bad once you get by the taste. But, yes, I did enjoy both of those. Wow. Well, listen, family, I had mentioned earlier that uh, Paul Booker would be on uh, the show, and he is in the house. And uh, what I want to do is go ahead and uh, not waste another second, but bring on the one and only Mr. Paul Booker. Air code eight. One six nine four two. Paul, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Well, how are you doing, young man? I'm doing pretty good. I'm going pretty good for the old person. <laughs> yeah, I like to just say young man. You know, who am I? Right, you know, you probably, you're probably three times it. my age. <laughs> but listen, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, not three, but older for sure. Well, darling, say hello to Paul. Uh, darling, and I've been looking forward to this interview. All right. <laughs> Hello, cousin Paul. How you doing, cousin Dolly? <laughs> I am fine. Do you remember me from the reunion? I I was telling him I do remember you because you introduced yourself, and uh, I remember you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I just I tell everybody I went to this reunion in Little Rock, Arkansas, and was Little treated Rock, like yeah. a yeah. Was treated like a celebrity. <laughs> you were royalty. You were royalty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, darling, talks a lot about that reunion. Y'all must have really did it up. Oh yeah, we had a good time. We had oh, a wonderful time. Well, I want to thank you for, uh, like I do all the guests. I want to thank you for coming on the show. You know, sure. people are busy these days, and a lot of people don't want to speak for various reasons. Shyness, sometimes well, they're just too busy, and all <laughs> types of reasons. But you decided to come on, and, and we yeah. interviewed your sister, Mickey, first. And then yeah. it was uh, your sister, Addie Dale. We really Dale. enjoyed those two. I mean, yeah. I'm just not saying that they they was, Mickey was really funny. And Addie Dale was more <laughs> serious, but she had put a lot of good information in there. And I'm anxious to see which angle you go. With this, so uh, make yourself at home. You know, I don't know if you drink coffee or not. Get your cup of coffee or something, and kick back and just share with us younger people on, and some older. Who is Paul on all types of levels? So um, anyway, uh, so I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. And y'all, uh, I think it's just three of y'all left, right? From Addie's children, it's just yeah. three, right? Yeah. Wow. So we've been able to interview. All three of y'all. That is right. really good. Well, I maybe never, one day. Go ahead. I, I never met anybody on my mother's side, side you see. and uh, We moved away. Well, I guess we moved away because I don't remember anybody because we were never able to return to Texas. But there was a lot of talk about her. My mother talked about her sisters and brothers a lot. That's how we knew about them, but we were never able to return to Texas. Yeah. Wow. 
You know, well, that's the beauty of these blogs, Paul. You know, we're able to hook up. Communicate. Connect, yeah, yeah. And uh, now everybody's going to know who Paul is. And I don't know if you listened to the show earlier, but there's 13 states that have the potential to listen to the show. They just have to click on that link. And tonight right, we'll get we'll 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 the best I can. Yes, tonight we'll get some callers, I mean some listeners, but the way this thing works is tomorrow when we go off the air, it's a, it's a recorded show, and people is able to really listen all types of night, any time of day, and some of them listen at work, I've heard people listen to their cars, they can listen to the show anywhere. So let's go ahead and start off by, uh, I'll skip question number one, who, uh, how you related, because we've already covered that. So yeah. I want to just go to the question number two about your children, your children. And, darling, you can just uh, pretty much ask. We're just doing the standard questions here. Um, okay. We've been doing this so long. We ask pretty much the same question, so it's just the same question, darling. But question number two, can you let us know who are your children and maybe what city they're in, just a little bit about them, your children? Yes, I have a daughter and a son. My daughter lives here in Kansas City. And my son's in Arkansas. But uh, my daughter takes care of me because I've been very sick, you know. I'm just oh. recovering. Yeah, I'm just recovering. I'm driving a little bit now. But she takes care of me. I was very sick there for a while. But I, okay. I, I, I see a doctor that just about every day, seems so like to be. Yeah. Cause I wow. Have, uh, yeah. But I'm still hanging in there. But uh, it's like... Uh, the, the Lord bless, bless me for every day, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Well, that is a blessing. That is a sure blessing. Is. Um, now, your daughter, give us the names again of your your children. Well, my son is Rod, Rod Roderick Booker, and my daughter is uh, uh, Rita Booker. And they, okay. Uh, yeah. Rod and Rita. Yes, Rita's a nurse, okay. and Rod. Has a master's degree and I don't know what, but he's out in Arkansas working. So uh, oh, okay. I have two children. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I wanted to thank Rita if I didn't get a chance to thank her already for the pictures. And uh, hopefully you like the little slideshow we got out there on you. And family, remember, these shows are recorded now. Uh, yeah, many of you yeah, yeah. Uh, thinking you're missing the show. You haven't missed anything. Well, when this show goes off, click on that link you got in your email or that we text you, and you can listen to the show at the beginning when the show go off, okay? So these shows are recorded. You can also send that link to friends, and they can listen at their leisure. Well, Darlene, you got anything you want to ask Paul? Um, I know. Um, what town are you... Living in? Where do you live? Kansas City, Missouri. Okay, okay. So you're a little piece from Haiti. Um, but I, I grew up in Haiti, Missouri. That's in the booty of Missouri. And they okay. raised a lot of cotton down there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. So you were actually born here in Texas, right? Well, I don't remember being in Texas. Cause, oh, okay. Because my mother oh, really? and my dad hooked up, and uh, I was very young. We moved to Arkansas for a period of time. I don't remember living down there for uh, four or five years, maybe five years. And then we moved to a place called Steele, Missouri. I, re- I grew up in Steele in Haiti, Missouri, which is in the boot hill. Yes. 
Wow. You had a... You made a career with the military. Is that right? No, I was in the Air Force. I left... I told my mother that I was tired of chopping and picking cotton. So, uh... From 1955, I joined the Air Force, and I spent four years in the Air Force, and I got out. Then I went off to college after being in the Air Force. I went off to college in Jefferson City, Missouri. Okay. And uh, since you, um, uh, I want to pick you back off of uh, um, the comments you just made of the Air Force. Tell us a little bit about uh, your experience in the Air Force. Anything you want to share before we move on off away from that? Because I, I really want to know more about this Air Force experience. I saw yeah, I, the two pictures. Yeah, I went to I, I went to the Air Force right out of high school, three days out of high school, and uh, I went to a tech school in in China, Wyoming. I went to school there. I spent four years in the Air Force. I was a teletype repairman. And that's the forerunner to computers back in the 50s. (laughs) Well, I repaired a teletype machine, but when I got out, they weren't hiring into blacks. So uh, I just uh, decided I I wouldn't pursue that because Western Union was the only one hiring because they were the forerunner, really. So uh, I repaired teletype machines in the Air Force. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but very uh, interesting. But back in the day, let me ask you this. No, go ahead. Say it again. Back in the day, they didn't have blacks for uh, teletype repairmen. Not at Western Union. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was. But that was in the fifties. Right. So did the service treat you pretty good? I mean, good experience. My mother said, after uh, high school, she said, son, I don't have any money. We were dirt poor, you know, picking cotton, chopping cotton. She said, I've done all I could do. I said, mom, don't worry about it. I'm joining the service. (laughs) And I did. I did. I joined the Air Force. Took the test, and I qualified for teletype school. I actually was like... uh, Wire maintenance, you know. So I had uh, different areas in wire maintenance. You could put an operator, a repairman, or pole jacking. And I said, no, I don't want to be a pole jacking because I was in Wyoming. Wyoming. It's October. I said, no, I don't want that. So they, they changed my uh, the job description to uh, being a teletype repairer. I said, I'll take that. I'll sell for that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Paul. If we could, if yeah. you had, uh, just in, a, I mean, because there's so many things you've done. There's no way in the world you can, in five or ten or even an hour, <laughs> tell us who is Paul Booker. But we always get a kick out of watching our guests try to. Okay. So just try to tell us who you are in a few minutes. Just take your time about five or, I don't know, five or ten minutes, whatever you need. Just, just who is Paul Booker? Well, Paul Booker, I'm a, I'm a, I go to church. I'm not a religious, really a religious person, and I I depend on doing people right, treating people the way I want to be treated. And I've been blessed so far. I've been blessed a lot of times. I'm almost 80 years old, and I don't have any regrets about the way I live my life. You know, because I believe oh. in treating people the right the, uh, the way I would want to be treated. 
that I instilled it in my kids, you know. So I'm the kind of person, you know. I went off to college, not fortunate, and, and I went to university. I went to Lincoln University in Jefferson City, and they gave it gave me a, an opportunity, you know, to do what I wanted to do. And I was majored in elementary ed, and I minored in psychology. And I had about okay, five. Okay, put it again. Offers. Put it again. Major well, I majored in elementary education. Okay. And I minored in psychology. So wow. I graduated with about five, five jobs in Kansas City, close to Jefferson City. You can drive to Jefferson City, Missouri in about two and a half hours, which is the capital of Missouri. Okay. And it's HBC, it's HBC school. So it's a good school. And I love being down there. You know, I love my four years down there. And uh, I moved to Kansas City. And my wife, I, I met her. I was in I married her in Haytown. She was teaching school in Haytown. I loved her to death. She passed away three years ago. Wow. But she was a vice principal at this school. And I, we came to Kansas City and got a got jobs teaching. I taught five years in, uh, in elementary. My major is elementary. And every time, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this story, the funny story. But in, in, in every elementary school, there are only about four black males, four male period True. and I would go outside and I would go outside and all the teachers the, it was scheduled at recess on my schedule and I was out there with 300 kids they were in the teacher's lounge I'm going to get out of here so I taught five <laughs> years I taught, I taught five years and I decided I wanted another job so I ended up 25 years as a homeschool coordinator here in Kansas oh. City yeah, and that's no more than really? social work. They call us social workers. Some people call us truant officers. So I did that for 25 years. Enjoyed I that it. was interesting. Interesting because I had the projects. <laughs> you what? know what the projects are like, right? Yes, uh, yes. Most of my kids lived in the projects. They had eight-story building called Wayne Minor. And my kids, most of them lived in Wayne Minor. Interesting uh-huh. job. I love that job because I got to travel, and I and I love the job. But I would go down the way in mine. I wouldn't get on the elevator. He tell you not to ride the elevator. I walked the stairs. Sometimes my kids walk lived on the eighth floor. I would walk the stairs to get to my kids, and you would have a different experience every day. You would get cursed out some days, and some days they would would fall but feed you chicken. So you had some good people in there. You had some rough people there. But I really enjoyed that job. I did use that job 25 years until I retired. So is that enough for me? <laughs> yeah, I bet that was an experience right there, all kinds. Yeah, uh, I, could, you know, I could write a book um, about it. Yeah, yeah. Some, some, and, I, and I bet they taught you some things, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I would tell I them, look, they had a lot of dope dealing going down there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I would see them dope, see those dope dealers. I was looking at, I'm looking for Greg Willie too. I'm I'm working for the school district, and I'm trying to get him to go to school. He said, Mister Booker, Joe lived down there at apartment 209. They would tell me where the kids were, and that's, it was an interesting job, you know. Cause I, I didn't know him. I told him, Look at you, you do your thing. I'm doing mine. You know what I mean? 
If you get a rapport with them, you're good. You're doing good. That says a whole lot about yeah, you because absolutely. they can fish you out when you think you're better than when you're looking down your nose. It can cause you your life, and that's oh, one time yeah. you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you know about that with the major in psychology. But let me I ask you this. Let me ask you this, Paul, and remember, folks, those on the phone lines, just press 1, and we'll be able to bring you on, and you can talk to Paul anytime. Remember, just give us your city as well. Uh, but, Paul, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, name some accomplishment, and this is always kind of a hard question for our guests because people don't want to toot their own horn, but yeah. I really want you to toot your horn really loud. You know, what are some of your achievements, some of the things you're most proud of, what are some things that people know you by? Just some achievements or any um, type of things you want to share with us? Well, I, I'm from the South. I was poor, poor dirt poor. I told you that. But I, the uh, Air Force gave me a jump start. I was there four years. And I, I left there with college in mind. So when I got left there, I went to, uh, went to college. With the, my wife had finished college when I met her. And she said, you need to go to school. <laughs> That's what she told me. Because she had worked, uh, she worked, uh, finished school at Philander's Fifth College in Little Rock. Okay. And I said, look, I'm going to college. She said, you just go on to college. I'll take care of the home for it. She got living in Haytack teaching. So she was responsible for me really going off to college. I had college oh, wow. in mind, but not really. But she said, look, go on to college and, uh, and uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do here. So I, that was a starting point there. So I went to college, and uh, I uh, got a job there. And I, I was ahead of the mob gang at Jefferson Building. That's a building owned by the state. So I was okay. ahead of the mob gang at night, mopping floors. So uh, I got that job, and I, they thought I was a citizen there because my group was college students, and uh, one of them, this is an important point, Cedric the Entertainer, you know of him, right? Yes. Well, his daddy was my roommate for a while. His daddy, I talked to his daddy the other day. He lives in Memphis, but he's my roommate. See, Cedric's name is Cedric Kyle, and he was born in Jefferson City in 64. And, but his mother, which passed away about two years ago, she graduated in 66 at Lincoln University, and she moved to St. Louis, but Cedric was only about four years old. And he claimed St. Louis as his home, but he was actually born in Jeff City. Well, by the way, I'm moving on. But I uh, graduated from Lincoln I graduated from Lincoln University, and we moved here because my wife wanted to move here because it was close. We could go to Little Rock, where her folks are in Arkansas, in a short time. And uh, Kansas City is a nice town. I love Kansas City. Matter of fact, I, I uh, she told me to go, go to graduate school. But, see, I, I didn't get my GI Bill until later on. So I went to graduate school, you know, on my GI Bill. So that was okay. wonderful. So what happened is I got my master's degree. And I had, see, they give you a day, a day for, day and a half for every day you spend in the military. So I spent four years. Anyway, I got that day and a half for every day I spent in the military. And then I went to Missouri, University of Missouri, Kansas City. And they paid for it, you know, and the 
professor got tired of seeing me. I said, look, I'm getting paid to come over here. Just chill. I told the professor, that, you just leave me alone. So I went over there, and I got my master's degree. Then I got 62 hours postgraduate. I was much, much as a doctor, but I did that. I didn't want to do that uh, doctor's thing, dissertation and all that stuff. I was getting doctor's pay, and I got doctor's pay until I retired. Wow. So I, I got, yeah, I got 62 hours postgraduate work and doing the job that I love. And you find a job you love to do, you do that job. In fact, you know, I did that for, so I retired. Yeah. Wow. So I retired that, from Kansas City, Missouri School District in 96, my wife and I. And we, we accomplished a little, you know, that's it, a good life. We had a good life. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, that is a lot, and and that that um, <coughs> your wife was very unselfish to uh, yeah, just yeah, uh, suggest that and support you like that. Very yeah, unselfish. I had, a, I had a good old fashioned wife. You never curse, jump on me for saying bad words. But anyway, she uh, she was a vice principal principal when in the school district. Okay. Yeah, he was the vice president. Good person, you know. We were married 52 years. Wow. 52 years. That's a long, exactly. long, long time. What month was y'all along. married? What month was y'all getting married? If, Maybe uh, you can add February. to Darlene. We probably can add you to Darlene's anniversary list. What month was y'all married? I think it was February. I'm not, I think it was February. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was 52 years. I tell you, that was a good, good marriage, you know. She's a good person, good church person. Darling, you have a thing? Um, I was going to ask him about um, his hobbies, but you didn't tell us anything about your grandkids. I think I remember seeing two of your grandkids. I have four grandkids. I have mm-hmm. a grandson that's 56, I believe, but the daughter, she's in her late 40s. And I have two grandkids. I have uh, my son. I have two kids, and my daughter. Have, she's got two. Okay. Yeah. And my gra- I'm a great grandfather because of my granddaughter had a kid. So. Uh, oh wow. Great grandpa. Yeah, great granddad. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, let me just remind everybody: you listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network, and tonight. We're interviewing Paul Booker, who is the son of Addie, I guess we can say Freeman uh, Booker, and uh, this is Ed and Isabel's daughter, and uh, we're, listen- we're actually interviewing Addie's son, Paul Booker, tonight. And uh, Paul, what was your wife's name again? Carolyn Booker. Booker, so I just want to get that name out there, and uh, it's sad to hear about passing, but it sounds like y'all had a blast, a good life, a long life. You're yeah, still living. Life. Praise God for that, and and no telling what else the Father is going to do with you. So I just thank you for really stopping by, spending time, sharing this information with us, because uh, you just never know. Uh, you I hope know. you live to be a hundred and fifty. But unfortunately, all of us have to face that moment. And uh, when you do like you're doing tonight, be unselfish and come on and share of your life. 
You just right, never know. Right. In the event something happened, God forbid, we'll have all these facts on you and, and what you did and all these accomplishments. So these questions are very important. And remember, yeah. Paul and everybody else, that this is a recorded show. And right, uh, right. 10 years from now, we can pull up this show and play it. So yeah. and they'll have all of this information. I'm really enjoying the things you're talking about. I knew you would have accomplished a lot. You know, we've heard from Mickey and um, Addie there. They spoke about you, and other people have said you've done some of the things you mentioned and more. So uh, if you want to hit that a little harder, that's fine. But I, uh, Darlene Counter was talking about your pastime. I wanted you to answer that if possible. What do you like doing when you have a lot of time and energy and money and well, what do you like to do well i i like to uh travel a little bit but my wife didn't want to travel a lot <laughs> so we went to homecomings and uh, and uh, lots of reunions you know and that was her thing i i went along with her but i had a group of us uh monday night and we call it monday night football and uh we've been together 40 years and it's a makeup of all kinds uh, <laughs> We gotta. Wow. We go to each other's house, you know, and provide food and drinks. We've been doing this for forty years. It's called Monday Night Football. Oh God, we got it right for the right for the call on Monday Night Football. And he really? Worked, uh, like, yeah, he worked for the prosecutor, Carol McCaskill. She's the senator now. He worked for her, and uh, he was a very bright guy, you know. So we've been doing that for years. And uh, it's enjoyable. We go to each other's house and do things, you know, drink and have parties and have a ball, you know. So that was that was a big thing, you know. So you still ball. like Monday Night Football? Oh, yeah, we having it right now. My, my <laughs> partner called me the other day. Yeah, I told you, a writer for the call. Call paper, right. that's the oldest country, paper in the country. And so he said, look, I'm going to write about you. I said, why are you going to write about me? Something to call this week about me. And it's centered around my dialysis, you know. I got 30 minutes off of my dialysis, so I go for three and a half hours and not four now. So he's going to write oh, really? paper. I said, look, man, you better write something good about me. You know that. <laughs> but, but we hang out together. We got a guy that worked for, for the school district and guys that were principals and superintendents and all that stuff. And uh, we just hang out and have a ball. And it starts in September. So I don't know who's going to be on first on the list. I said, man, I may, I've been sick. I may, may be able to do it. And my daughter said, Dad, you got to do it. Oh, okay, I'm sick of you. You got to do it. I said, okay, thank you, baby. Because that's my, my, my guiding star, man. My daughter's an angel. Yeah, so wow. she takes care of me. She just left about an hour ago. You know, you talked to her. But that's right. my angel. She's a nurse, and she knew all the stuff that I'm going through. So I, I'm going to turn everything over to her. I look, good. when I get out of here, everything's going to be yours. So she said, no, I look, just everything's going to be yours. I got a will and everything. I said, don't. I got a big old house here. I said, don't be fooling with that house. Sell it. I said, you sell it. You take that money and put it in a, tr- a little trust for your kids. And take the policies I got and do that, too. I said, don't you spend a whole lot of money on me. I'm 80 years old, almost. She laughs and Dad, you just be, be quiet. So wow. I got stuff done in advance. I'm so, I, I'm so happy that I lived long enough to tell you what I want done. And wow. Look, I said, 
do it. I said, you just do it the way I told you. I said, you want me to put it in writing? She said, no. I said, okay. <laughs> so we wow. have just talking to each other. She's a blessing, I'm telling you. She's, she's an angel. And everybody should have an angel, okay? If it's your wow. child, a relative, or a cousin, or just a friend. But my daughter is my angel, I'm telling you that. Because I was ready to give wow. it up. And she said, Dad, we're going to climb this mountain together. I stayed in the hospital 13 days. And 13 days is a long time in the hospital. So you know that yourself. Yes, yeah. She told me, she said, Dad, we're going to walk this. We're going to climb this mountain together. You just hang in there. I got your back. I said, baby, you got my back. I'm going to stay as long as I can. <laughs> yeah, and you never know what God has for you. may be a lot you longer than you know. think. My little, yeah. some of younger, younger people, you never know. I've learned Absolutely. not to. Absolutely. Yes, you, know, you just never know. God has a, 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 a weird, a, a, I'm not going to say weird, but a, we just never can predict what the Most High is going to do. Never. You don't I want to ask you, you a question know. about. I want to ask you a question about your Monday night uh, uh, event. Well, yeah, what team you what team you like? We just pick teams. Anybody oh, you don't have a particular team favorite. you like. No particular team, but yeah, I'm sorry. well, Chiefs mostly. Most of the guys go for the Chiefs over here in Kansas City, but most of the ball guy predict scores and stuff, and and we get people calling us. Say, look, you guys don't know nothing about football. They read that paper. It's a black paper, you know. And they read right. that paper just to find out what we predicted, you see. And they get on us. I see them at church, you know. I used to go to the club a little bit. They'd be like, hey, book, you don't know anything about football. <laughs> you picked the wrong team. I said, okay, fine. <laughs> But it's, it's well, Kansas City is doing pretty good right now, so that oh yeah, y'all gonna be pretty happy with what they got, Jamal Charles and everybody. Oh they're yeah, just he serious in that to con- they're contenders now. Well, like our our deal was with Elway. He retired. He would always beat us to the ground. He retired, <laughs> so we can beat Denver now. I think. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh well, you definitely can with uh with the team y'all got now. Absolutely. It's, Kansas City is one of the ones, and they they terrorize my team. Well, well, I'm not gonna say terrorize my team, but they're well, one they of those teams I'm looking out for. Yeah, they beat Houston to that ground. But we got right. Charles back now. He's back, running back. I I, I hope he stays healthy. He's he's back now. So. Uh. We, we, wow. should, we should go to the playoff, I think. We should. Oh, definitely. I'd be shocked if Kansas City not in the playoff. Well, Ms. Darling, do you have anything, any questions before I ask my next question? Okay. He, we went through the hobbies. Um, sounds like football is the way to go. And yes, yes. He was a teacher. What about, and you kind of talked about your achievements. Do you have any more that you would like for us to know about? Well, I, I, uh, like I said, I, I went to college, and uh, I was a teacher and homeschool coordinator. And uh, I, I didn't travel a lot, but my wife didn't like to travel a lot. So we made, like I said, we made uh, homecomings and uh, reunions and all that, you know. And, uh, oh, okay. So... No, yeah, I don't know if y'all are responsible. Uh, I just want to just, just want to just say, to piggyback on something you just 
said, I don't know if y'all are responsible for that Haytown, Missouri traveling club, but uh, they sure showed up strong at the reunion, the last reunion. I don't know oh, if you yeah. had anything to do with that, but they outshowed everybody. Doesn't matter if from Missouri and anybody, so we're going to see what happened with Austin, but go ahead. All right. Well, these guys, they're doing stuff, you know. They're doing stuff because a lot more of them are going to, to college and a lot more are going to the cities now. They, they don't stay down there in Haiti anymore. And they're going to cities to get jobs and things like that working. So they, they've been doing good things. And we had one family down there, the Coopers. You, you, uh, they were there, one of them, T.J., and uh, three medical doctors in that family. I think it was T.J. No, it's two medical doctors in that family. So they're from down there. Uh, but they were, a lot of us were living yeah. there. And just, they they the now, what side is that uh, you just mentioned? The Coopers. Coopers. Yeah. Darling, you know the Coopers? i never seen that name, Ooh. Cooper. Well, i tell you, for you what, Rita of uh, Mickey, my sister, has a daughter by one of the Coopers. And she goes to all the family reunions. Well, see, the Coopers had a big farm and everything, you know, out in the country. And there was about seven or eight boys in that family. Like, they had a big farm out there, and they had money, you know what I mean? But they were good people. But the I Cooper see. was there. TJ was at the reunion. One of the doctors. I- I see. Is well, that's that always Cassandra's good. Son? Is this Cassandra's son? Cassandra, yeah, that's her. Cassandra is the one. She's a Cooper. Okay. Yeah, she's a Cooper. Yeah, she sure is. Okay. Yeah, we also interviewed Cassandra. Um, yeah, Cassandra. She will be a one to interview because she can tell you. She goes to all the reunions of the Coopers. They have a big thing down there every year in August, and she attends. You see, yeah, she's been on the show. Her, she's been her. Lorraine was on the show, and they did okay. a very good job. One of our best well, shows, actually. Well, Cassandra is one of the Cooper boys. Uh, one of the boys, her uh, daddy. Yeah, he passed away. All right. I think. All right. Well, listen. Uh, why you mentioned you mentioned your wife a little bit earlier. Uh, did you share any uh, things, any achievements of hers? Can you do that? And maybe some of her pastimes, since we kind of, if you don't mind. Who is that? Your wife. Some of the achievements she oh, was wife. able to accomplish. Okay, I'll tell you. Uh, she graduated from Philander Smith College in Little Rock, which is the HBC school. And uh, she moved to my hometown. And I met her after fooling around a little bit with her. In Michigan, I worked in the steel plant for a while, and I came home. I well, I got laid off up here in Michigan, Benton Harbor, Michigan. And, and hold on a second, uh, Paul, because whenever somebody raises their hand, we have to acknowledge them. So I do see the hand raised. After Paul, after Paul comes up, Paul's will come to you. But go ahead, Paul. Okay. Well, I came home after being laid off, and uh, and I met my wife in Haytown. She had taught there a couple of years, and I said, I I, I want to marry you. <laughs> She thought I was playing. But I was on my way to California to see Dale after being laid off. So uh, uh, Chester was my brother, the oldest one. We drove to L.A. And uh, I stayed out there for two or three months. Then I drove back to Haytown because I, I couldn't get a job out there. I was like Haytown. And that's when I met my wife. She was a 
second grade or third grade teacher there. And uh, I said, let's, after a while, let's move to Kansas City. So after moving to Kansas City, after grad, after, after I was when I finished school. So I went to school. She said, you need to go to college. I went to college. And after I graduated, I, she, she and I moved to Kansas City. Well, she taught down there for about three or four years. And then uh, we moved to Kansas City after I graduated from Lincoln University in 1966. So she moved up the ladder. She was a teacher, then she was a home. Uh, she was a, uh, uh, what do you call it, head teacher, vice principal. Uh-huh. When, she, when she retired, she's the vice principal at this middle, uh, grade school. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so she came here. And got a job. We stayed here about, well, really, we stayed. We graduated. I mean, we uh, retired in 30 years. We put 30 years in. So uh, she okay. came here and got her got her uh, master's degree and got a specialist degree, which is uh, a, well, a master's. It's between a master's and a doctorate. That's what, that's what she accomplished, you know, well, uh, let's do this. Um, let's let's kind of switch gears, and we'll come back to you in a second. But let's uh, I'll tell you what. Let's take a little break, and uh, I want to come back and ask you about these following things. I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna ask you, and Darlene can share any questions she's got as well. But I want to take a little break here because I mentioned to put this comedy on, and then because I wanted to be all you when we come back. But I put this out there that we had this little color, so I got to play it. But I want to come back to you, and I want you to talk about uh, who you think, who's your mentor, uh, Paul, who, what, what people made you, and not now. But we'll come back and talk about that, and then we'll do. Um, and then we'll. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'm trying to. Y'all bear with me here. And then we'll uh, talk about your final words for the family. But I'm really enjoying this. I think what I'm going to do is put push this comedy altar after your interview. That's what I think I'm going to do. I just made that decision. Let's just keep on with the interview. And, uh, uh, okay? So any right. um, any uh, more questions, darling, you have? Well, um, okay, we're going on with the interview. But... Um, we did the achievements, and I I want to ask this before we get into what do you think about President Obama, and uh, but do you remember playing this game? And now I see why they chose you. When in 2007, it was like a couples game, a wedding game where um, they would put. They would, you would leave the room and then your wife would be in and she would, they asked a question, she answered, then you would come back and you had to answer the question. Do you remember the wedding game? I don't remember exactly. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, the young couple was Tommy, and we know um, Tommy just passed away. Yeah. It was yeah. Tom, Tommy and Jeanette was the younger couple. And then it was you and Carolyn. And I remember uh, they asked you something like, uh, what size shoe did she wear? And you were like, what? <laughs> you don't remember that. 
I remember it now because I didn't pay attention to it. She was fine. Uh, that was me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, tell us how you feel about President Obama. I love the man. I love him. I love the man. I love the family. I right. love Pearl right. and his family. I wow. pray for him all the time. <laughs> well, let me let me say this. Let me ask you, I'm glad, darling. I'm glad you asked that question. Good question. Uh, let me piggyback off her question because he's going out of office and soon, and there's a lot of black people turning on him. Not turning on him. That's the wrong word. A lot of people kind of disappointed by him. Yeah. Can you comment yeah. on that? Well, I, he, President Bomber is a good president. He's doing what he can. I and agree. Not what he can for. He, he gets to come out for black people. I think he's doing a good job as president, and he's doing things, you know, that that black folks, you know, can benefit from. But we got to get up off our tails and do things other than what he's saying. Get up off your tail. You pull your pants up. You know, and go to college. I, I let, let me tell you something. I was dirt poor in the fifties, dirt poor forever, and I I was I was determined to do better. So we got to do better. We got to get up off our tails and tail, stop blaming folks for stuff. Because you can go to school, see a lot of kids are dropping out of school. Can you, you drop out of school? What are you, you going to do? We got to get up off our tails and do some things for ourselves. The opportunities are out there, but you got to stop you. You got to do it. Because I picked cotton all my life, you know, before I was 17 years old. And college was not even even in my radar. But you got to have a determined mind. You know what I mean? You got to mm-hmm. be determined that you're going to be something. You see what I'm saying? And I think the man put the opportunities out there. You just have to grab onto them. You know what I mean? I got a grandson right upstairs right now. He's six foot five. He won a scholarship. <laughs> Basketball, and he's a finance major. He got a CPA, and he lived in New York for two years. So he came. He said, Grandpa, he sounded like New York. I said, he's a country boy. New York's for city people, you know, that live in uh-huh. love New York. Yes, he is. Come on home, so you can you can hang out with Grandpa. So he's here with me. <laughs> but he's you know yeah. he's got to get it himself. He's, he's only 26 years old, got a master's degree and a CPA, but he had to work for it. He didn't, he didn't, you know, he didn't play around. Hold on, hold on. It's a little knocking noise. I don't know if that's you, uh, Paul, but it's uh, just this. If, if these little lines are so sensitive, and later on when we listen yeah, to the very, show, it'll be these popping noises. So let's keep it down, whoever it is. I don't know if it's probably me moving this chair, but I'm trying to keep it down myself. But go okay. ahead. All right. Well, I want to, let me let me about Obama. Obama now, you got these people coming and since Darling started the ball rolling. Good question. I want to piggyback off her question. What do you think yeah. about these folks coming after Obama? Man, you got some you got some troops or clan members in there. They're no good. <laughs> they're no good for America. They're, they're divisive. They're mean. They're hateful. And they're just which one are you talking about? I'm talking about the one that's coming in against him because these are the ones that are handling Trump. These are the ones that's the, the same people that's 
nominating Trump, warning Trump, they got after Obama. And Trump started this whole mess. He was an American citizen. So those are the kind of people he attracts. And they don't like they don't like the president at all. So these are Ku Klux Klan people, Aryan Nation. These are the same ones. They were just in the bushes. Trump gave them a right to speak out and act ugly, you see. He gave them a license. Because he's huh. the main one that's like the president. Isn't that something? Yeah. It's very funny how people, when he first came out, I think that was a natural response when Trump first came out. Now people have been brainwashing all kind of folks. They made fun of him when he first came out. It was a joke. Everybody thought it was a joke. Now all of a sudden, yeah. this, man, this man could very well be our president. Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't get our deals out there and vote. We don't get out there and vote in numbers. What, what happened if he does, Paul? Tell us. What's your take on that? And, and, and again, folks, when you listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network, we've got a phone line full of people. Thank you all very much for hanging on and listening to Paul. If you have any questions, press 1 while I'm looking at the phone line right now. Press 1, and I'll bring you on. Uh, just let us know what city you're calling from. That's the one thing we want to try to push. But, uh, Paul, just go ahead and... Uh, and, and just keep. I just have to get that in. And, and while I'm, well, since I'm interrupting here, uh, which is a good interruption, I want to remind everybody, those of you that may be listening for the first time tonight, if you are on, if you clicked on a link to get to this show, you didn't call the phone number to listen to this show. You clicked on a link. You will be disconnected at 10 o'clock tonight. You got plenty of time. It's only 9:40, folks. You will be disconnected at 10 o'clock. You have to call the phone number. So it's wonderful to get to listen to the show when you click on the link. Um, that's mainly for after the show goes off because, again, we're going to roll over past 10, and you will be disconnected. So just know that you can listen up until about, about 9.50, but call that number, the 914-205-5590. Go ahead, Paul. I was talking about the uh, Trump and these guys. They're gangsters, man. He's a phony, and I don't think he really want to win, okay? He just want to be popular, all right, and get his own network. That's what he's uh, 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 wanting to be. So you don't think he really want to win? You think he just, I don't think he really uh, want to win. He just he's just trying to get the support. Get That's what I've heard a lot of people say network. that. I've heard a lot of people say that he's friends with Hillary because he said it many times publicly, and that he's just trying to get her in office. And then you you putting a new spin on it when you say he's trying to gather up support. I never heard that one, but I did oh, yeah. hear that he is. It's like a. It's, it, this is all set up. Because he knew yeah, folks yeah. was hating politicians, so he goes in and bang politicians, you know, just constantly bang them, just talk about negative things about them, bash their names, bash their names, and then he'll get popular. And he don't want to be president. He want to hand it over to the Clintons. So what do you think of the Clintons, speaking of, of them? What do you think of the Clintons? I think I like the Clintons. I like the Clintons because, because you know, Bill Clinton, <laughs> we can't see him. He was the first black president. <laughs> Because uh, Bill Clinton, I kind of like his style, you know what I mean? Right. I love his style, right. and uh, I think he was a good president, and, uh, in spite of all the stuff, stuff that he tried to do to him. But uh, I think he's a good president. I really do. Yeah. Well, well, again. well yeah. let's do this. I, I, uh, I think what I'm going to do, since uh, 
think what I'm going to do is go ahead and take this little break here, Paul. I just want to take a longer break as I had planned. Uh, but I'm going to take a little short break, folks. And uh, we're going to be back with the one and only Paul Booker. He's doing a good job. Paul, you okay? Can you you know, you yep. can hang out with us a little bit, maybe just a little longer? A little bit, a little bit, but I got to Okay. Okay. Well, all right. Well, we, well folks, we're going to be right back. Just take a, a quick little break here. Like I said, I'm just not going to take as long a break as I had planned, but I got to take this break and um all right so again you listen to douglas kennedy family and friends network we're listening to paul booker Eddie douglas son uh Eddie douglas booker's son and i think he's done a great job and folks will be right back um just want to say to those you on the phone lines uh because i don't know how this is going to go if you have a question just hold it for now and uh, when we get back from the break we'll we'll take your question okay all right, this will be right back. Good evening. I grew up in South Africa. That's, that's where I still live. I enjoy it. Grew up there during a time known as apartheid. Uh, for those who don't know, apartheid was a law in our country that made it illegal for black and white people to interact with one another. You know, this, this was against the law. And so this, this world was awkward for me growing up because, uh, because I grew up in a mixed family. Uh, well, with me being the mixed one in the family. My, uh, my mother's a black woman, Hossa woman, born in South Africa. Uh, that's one of the languages with the cliques, Hossa, Hossa. So a black woman. And then uh, my father's Swiss. But they didn't care, you know. They were mavericks of fighting the system. My mom was arrested for being with my dad. She would get fined. She would get thrown into prison for the weekend. But still, she'd come back and she's like, Woo! I don't care! I don't care! Woo! Come tell me who to love! I want a white man! Woo! <laughs> crazy, my mom. It was crazy, you know? And my dad was also like, Well, you know how the Swiss love chocolate. So he was... He was in there, you know? Um, and so... And so they got together, and they had me, which was illegal, so, so I was born a crime, which is, which is something I don't think they ever thought through, because as a family, we couldn't live together, you know? Like in the streets, we couldn't even be seen together. My father would have to walk on the other side of the road, and he could just wave at me from far, like a creepy pedophile. <laughs> or like a pedophile, I didn't have to say creepy, like a pedophile. Because creepy implies there's some other sort of pedophile, there is none, there's no, there's no classy pedophile, there's no need. So like, afternoon ladies, afternoon, afternoon, no, no, just browsing, just browsing. Very <laughs> classy. No, he's a pedophile. And, uh, my mom could walk with me, my mom could walk with me, but, uh, but if the police showed up, she'd have to let go of my hand and drop me and act like I wasn't hers. Every single time, because we, we weren't supposed to exist as a family. So my mom would, would let go. It was like a little game we played. Police would show up, like, woo, she'd be like, whoop, oh, I don't know, I don't know. No, no, it's not mine, it's not mine. Oh, no, I don't know. It was horrible for me. I felt like a bag of weed. It was a tough time. <laughs> and the downside of being light was that just that being light, I was different. People mocked me, gave me names like a mixed breed, half caste. I hate that term, half. Why half? Why not double? Or twice as nice? I don't know. People <laughs> give you weird names. I just wanted a cool name, you know? I wanted to be black, to be honest. That's all I ever wanted. Especially since one, one day growing up, I met an American. And, uh, and he was shocked that in South Africa we had all these titles. And he, he said to me, he said, well, you know, Trevor, if you, you go out to America, they'll, they'll label you as black. I said, really? 
He was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy, everybody's black out there, yeah. You'd be super black. Oh, well, that sounds good to me. Super black. Yeah. And I made a choice. Like, first chance I get, I go out to America. I'm going to get a piece of that black. And I did. Boarded a flight. It was an 18-hour journey, Johannesburg to New York. I didn't sleep a wink. I just sat there in my chair like a madman, watching every single black American movie I could find. Just sitting there going crazy, practicing, like, yeah, 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 you know what I mean, you know what I mean, yeah. King Kong ain't got shit on me, yeah, yeah. I'm, sorry? Oh, the chicken, please, the chicken. Thank you. No, 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 that's fine, thank you. Yeah, put it in your mouth, yeah. 18 hours of flying, 18 hours of practice. I landed in New York, and I was fluent in my black American for shizzle my nizzle. Everything. I, I had the walk. I had the talk. I was so black. I was even laughing. I was like, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Ha, ha. Oh, my man. My man. Oh, this you? This you? Ha, ha. That would be the coolest thing in the world. Black Americans are so cool and confident. They'll make you feel good about yourself just by asking if you are you. It's magic. They just walk up to me like, hey, yo, hey, yo, this you? This you? No, no, for real, man. This you? And you'll be like, yeah, I think it is, yeah. And I was that black. I was super black. I was loving it. Till this guy walked up to me. I don't know him. Didn't even know me. Tapped me on the shoulder in the airport. He's like, ¿Qué? ¿Paisano? ¿Qué pasó, güey? ¿Qué lo que lo de que si no? ¿Qué lo de los no? Ya llegamos, papi. Ya llegamos. I what? You, you talking to me? Say, yeah, I'm talking to you, man. I'm just saying, we made it, baby. We made it, eh? <laughs> now that we're here, our kind, we got to stick together, hombre. <laughs> our kind. 18 hours of flying and I wasn't black. I was Mexican. Mexican. So I started learning Spanish.
Well, my older sisters and brothers, like Chester and Dorothy, they were a different set, four of them, like Babe and Dorothy and Aretha and Chester. They were almost, they were grown when we were growing up, okay? They were <laughs> oh, grown. Okay. Yeah, they were Freeman, you know. So they were grown when we grew up, but uh, Mickey and Dale and myself grew up together. And, and when they came up here to visit me about a month or so ago, and they stayed with me, that was the first time we, we've been together since we were left home. See, so we were talking wow. about this. The first time we've been together since we, we were teenagers. Because Dale left first, and then I joined on the Air Force. And Mickey was the last one there with my mother. So there was the reunion up here. In Kansas City, about a month or so ago, we talked about that. So it was interesting, you know. But uh, wow. we did went our separate ways, you know. We came stayed in contact with each other, and we did our own different things, you know. So everything turned out good, you know. So we seventy, we did make it seventy six, I believe. And Dale is eighty one, and I'm seventy nine. I'll be eighty my birthday in November. We were just talking okay. about that. That's a long life, I feel. <laughs> We've been blessed, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is a long life. Yeah, Dale's 81. I'm 79. So uh, we've had we've had good lives. You know, little, we lived good lives, you know, the three of us. Well, well let, me, let me ask you this, and, I'll, and I'm going to let Darling ask you the last question. But, Paul, um, what do you, who do you think? Who do you give credit to? Who, uh, it's going to be a kind of a two-headed question. For in one, in one sense, I want you to let us know who was your mentor, who did you follow, or whose life was you trying to emulate, if any, and who do you give credit to, and who do you think? Well, I, first of all, I give credit to the Lord, you know. With a big read, you listen to you know. Absolutely, and absolutely. Then I, we, we've got strong genes, you know. My mama was a strong lady, and she <laughs> lived to be 70 some years old, you know what I mean? So we got strong genes in her side. Well, I, I know she had strong genes. And I know you, your mother on your side of the family had strong genes, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's part of that family tree, you know, I think. Because she often talked about her sisters and brothers. My mother did. So she talked about some and funny boy and Duke and, and her sister and brother, you know, a lot to us. So I think it's due to strong genes in the family. And the Almighty, first of all, you know, to keep us here this Yes, long. yes. So uh, those are my deals, you know. So. Who's the oldest out of the three of you? Who's the oldest out of the three of you? Adele. She's 81. Okay. Because she had mentioned uh, something that you probably, I don't know if you remember now, but she had mentioned going to her mother's funeral. And we have an actual photo of Azalee Dosha and Dorothy Spann at this funeral. We have an actual photo that's on the Ed Nisbell page. And okay. Addie Dale was telling us that, uh, or Dale, as she go by, was telling us that uh, at the funeral that they were saying, Azalee was saying, rather, that uh, the, the uh, what was the exact word, Darling, you remember? The chain was broken or something. Right. I remember. I remember her saying that. She, wow. She, she, made, well, she brought it up. She sure did say that. 
the chain is broken. He sure said it. I remember it now. It come back. It came back to me. Really? He sure said it. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. yeah, the chain is broken. Meaning, uh, Eddie, there will to explain what what you know. She was saying how you have to have that one person in the family that keep you together. You yeah. know, and that was kind of what her job was to kind of keep them, the sisters together, maybe the family together. I don't know. And so, so, so you and I like that. That, that meant the chains was broken, really. Wow. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Wow. Well, Miss Darling, you have any questions? I think you got the last one. I'll let you. Okay, I I wanted to ask if what last words you had for the family in the thirteenth state, but I think you may have already touched on. Uh, what do you remember the most about your mom? She was a hardworking, good, kind person, and she wanted the best for us. Although we were just cotton pickers, she would be the best cotton picker you can be. And that's what I did. And all of us, we would go to the cotton field and mm-hmm. do our best to bring money home because we couldn't work in the wintertime. And we couldn't work in the wintertime, so cotton picking time, we did our best and gave her the money. And she, she preserved it as much as she could. And she was a good person. Loved, I love my mama. They all call her Big Mama because she's a big lady. She she didn't take no stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how tall was she? Pardon? How tall was she? She's five, about five, 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 six. Okay. Oh, stood. I thought she was like short. She's okay. short, yeah. She was right. Five, five is short for me. <laughs> I thought she was about five, 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 four, something like that. Okay. Yeah, but she was heavy. She was a, he had a lot of weight on the bone. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a, a little bit of a memory of her. Yeah. Um, because she, and my mom can verify this, she stayed with us for a little bit. Probably in did. Fort Worth, yeah. Yeah. In Fort yeah. Worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She and, uh, uh, Aunt Avara and Annie May. They uh-huh. we all stayed in this little bitty house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know about the little bitty houses. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, listen. Well, let me just do this, uh, darling. You want to ask the last question? I'll let you ask that. You. Oh, okay. The last question is: What words of wisdom, or what do you want to leave with the family? What words you would like to leave for us? Well, just work hard, pray hard, and just do the right thing. Treat people that really want to be treated, and you come outside. Everybody will try my time. That's my uh, philosophy, yeah. Well, that's short and sweet, short and sweet. Yeah. Well, I want to give a message to you to give to Miss, uh, before you go off the line, I want to make sure nobody has any questions. Or comments for you. Um, let me just look over the line here. Anybody again with questions for our guest, Paul Booker, please press one. Why don't look at the phone lines? Y'all know I'm doing three or four things all the time, and I might not look up. It looks like we do have a taker. So let's go all the way. I see here we got area code two four eight 
514 with a question or a comment. Go ahead with your question or comment. Who am I speaking with? You got Mr. Calvin in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> All right, Mr. Calvin in Atlanta, Georgia. How are you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing well, doing well, doing well. And before you say no, one word, I, I want to pay a little bit of homage. Before you say one word, I want to thank Calvin for making this happen because Calvin was instrumental in getting this all set up. So he's a force behind the scene. He was able to give me uh, Paul's number and talk to him about the show, and, and that's why we're here to y'all to tell you the truth. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to give a shout-out to my uncle. What's up, uncle? Hey, what's up, Calvin? I'm good. I'm good. Before you say I, uh, anything, I want to make a statement. Kevin had the greatest mom and dad in the world. We now see that because I spent a lot of time out of that house. Okay, go on, Kevin. Yes, he's right. You you are absolutely right. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just wow. want to call in and, and say uh, hey to my aunt. And, uh, you know, he, he he's a great man. And uh, he's always been that way. So, uh, love him. He know that. Uh, I, I love my my his oldest brother, uh, my uncle Chester too, because yeah, uh, yeah. I used to I used to hang out I used to hang out with him a lot as well. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I just yeah. kind of wanted to come holler at you before you got off the air. Appreciate it, man. You, appreciate it. You taking care of yourself now, right? Absolutely. In fact, I, I stayed with him uh, when we uh, when I was in Kansas City at uh, yeah, CT yeah. and he's a sports man. He knows the sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You, you don't share his Kansas City. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? You're not a fan of Kansas City, are you, Kevin? What the Kansas City Chiefs? Chiefs? <laughs> are you Atlanta? He's in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm, I'm, he still I'm, might be a Missouri uh, in blood, yeah, you know. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah, I, 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 I still got my roots there, of course. <laughs> but, uh, Is Buster Dan still playing for Atlanta? No, he's well, in. Uh, he's in. Uh, you're talking about William Moore, William. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he got traded. Uh, he's with um, New England Patriots. New England. Yeah, the Union Patriots, yep. And, folks, just so y'all know who they're talking about, they're talking about, uh, help me out, Kevin, this is Chester's daughter's son, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep, his grandson. Okay. His grandson. Yeah. And Chester's Addie's other son. Chester is right. Addie's other son. You listen to one son, Paul, but she had another son who has a daughter, and her son plays NFL football, just so y'all know that. Got a few yeah. little athletes that run around this family a lot, of, and they they always seem like they're always really really good. No mediocre yeah. type stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, yeah. he played well, with the Atlanta Falcons. He played with the Atlanta Falcons for about what seven eight years. And a long time for a pro. Yeah. Defensive safety. Yeah, and he had a little hit on him. I did a little history on him and uh, Calvin and, and Paul and Darlene, and he's one of the hardest hitters in the NFL. He's known for oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. But, but let me tell you this. He went to the University of Missouri. That's where he graduated from, Columbia, Missouri. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, a little he history got, here yeah. and there. Yeah, he got drafted <laughs> in the first round. Yeah. Well, Kevin, we appreciate you calling tonight, and, 
and uh, supporting your uncle like that. Really do appreciate it. Okay. Y'all just and, uh, how you. Well, thank you very much, always. And uh, uh, Paul, just so you know, but Kevin is uh, early on, and and really throughout our, all of our uh, throughout just uh, the last year. He periodically just comes in and supports behind the scene, you know. No well, always good. mention his name, but he's been on the show. Uh, Rosetta been on the show. They came on, did a little clinic almost on health, and Kevin always seemed like he comes periodically and just shares bits and pieces. So he's pretty busy. Nephew got there. Yeah, he's a hardworking young man. Hardworking, yeah. Yeah. Well, we appreciate that. Kevin. Okay. All right, guys. Have a good one. Yeah. All right. Thank you, sir. And uh, that's what we really want. Uh, if some, if everybody in the family just give just a little bit, uh, just a little bit, Paul, we probably wouldn't be going to two shows a month. We're going to start doing two shows a month versus four because it's a lot of load on us. But it's all positive. It's all good. We know this family is not sitting around twiddling their thumbs. Uh, uh, they're busy. A lot of people are busy. Right. Got a lot of things right. they, on their plate. And and so, uh, but I think this, this going, we're right now, Paul, doing four shows. Uh, we, do, we do a show every Tuesday. And we'll continue family doing a show. This is just to remind y'all before Paul run. Uh, we will continue doing a show every week, every week, every week. But we won't do a family show every week. We'll do a family show, then we'll do a special. Then we'll do a family show, then we'll do a special. So next week, next Tuesday, we'll do a special. Paul, well, listen, yes. thank you, sir, for stopping right. by. Tell Rita, thanks for the pictures and everything. I'm going to let you go because I know you got to lay down and uh, take care of yourself. And uh, I look for you to live a long life and maybe come on again. And maybe the three, three of y'all, uh, you and Mickey and Addie Dell, do a special for us. How about that? You would you be open to that? Okay, that'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, we do something. Like <laughs> well, that. darling, darling, anything? Any last things for for Paul? Oh, I just really appreciate you coming on. I have been waiting for this interview for a while, and thank you for coming on, sharing your thank life you. with us. Thank you both for calling me. Yes. 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 Well, anyway, enjoy your night, sir, and, and uh, I'll be talking to you hopefully in the near future. Okay, you all do the same. All right. God Good bless. night. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Well, cousin Darlene, that was the one and only Paul Booker, and uh, thought he did a good job. You know, I uh, didn't expect him to be that alert. You know, as far as older people, I'm always expecting them to kind of repeat themselves. Not that everybody do it, but sometimes, you know, when you get older, it just comes, most people. But they're alert, <laughs> right? Just just going down history lane, quoting. he got a very sharp mind, very sharp mind. But You oh, know yeah. what, I guess you're an, when you're an educator, you just, you're just using those brain cells a little more than a lot of us, and so it should be expected. But anyway, I really did enjoy that, and uh, the Addy side of the family was very well represented tonight with Paul Booker. And, again, thank you, Rita, if you're listening, for for helping him and and uh, supplying the pictures, and et cetera. What do you think, darling? Any uh, thoughts on that, final thoughts on that, on the interview? Oh, the interview was wonderful. It was 
really what I expected because, like I said, I met him at the reunion, and he took the time to come over to us. We didn't have to go to him. He came to our table and sit down with us and talk to us. And, uh. you know, because he did say he hadn't met any of his mother's people, but I I was the first person that they met. And, and like I said, to them, I was this big celebrity. It, it was great. It was great. But let me inject this. Uh, we had talked about Jeanette Spain Davis. Her husband, Tommy Davis, passed away in the funeral Saturday. Well, I have her address, and if anyone want to send her a card or anything, inbox me, and I can give you the address for her because, you know, we can at least send her a card, you know. Um, and also, Tommy Davis was Kim's father. And if you, right. if everybody remember. TT died earlier this year in an auto accident. Well, right. that was that was their first grandchild. So this is probably really heavy on the family. You know, Kim has lost her daughter and her father all in one year. So we're gonna definitely be praying for them. Like I said, Ed, if you want the address and a card or whatever you want to do, I have that. But I don't want to put it on the Facebook. If you inbox me, I can get it to you. Good point. Good looking out. That was a good one. And uh, like I say uh, earlier, because some of y'all might have missed it, I actually remember talking to him. And I remember walking up to a couple people. There's a, there's a few. Uh, a lot of people's nice at that reunion. But there were some people whose presence you felt like, oh, I mean, you know, because you want to you wanna, you be able to, make people feel confident. He was one of them, and Randall was another one. We actually talked about sports. We actually talked about the Chiefs, and I remember sitting there, and he was, I still can see him sitting on the corner of this couch in the room where everybody was kind of congested in, so right there around that little kitchenette area, so I remember him clearly, and so um, like I put up on the little slideshow, he definitely will be missed by family, I'm sure. We're just trying to do our thing, family. Darling and I are just trying to keep this little show going, this little um, this little, little caboose or whatever you want to call it. We want to just keep the family uh, dialoguing uh, with this show. Uh, y'all don't flip out because we're going to two shows a month. It just makes sense. It just makes sense for us, and I think we'll be able to concentrate and get more uh, more into these shows, okay? just so I'm so glad I thought to say this.
Nation put out its quality programming. We're trying to uh, educate our people on all kind of fronts, spiritually, financially, socially. I mean, I have all kind of shows. So look for a very uh, good, uh, uh, informative, entertaining show on Tuesday. And then the following seven days, not this coming Tuesday now, but the next, in two weeks, look for us to be back with another guest. Perhaps it'll be on the Sunny Boy side. We don't know. We're still trying to get Sunny Boy more people to, to come on. So maybe we'll be doing a show on them. So we'll get, we look like we're getting out here a little early tonight, darling. How about that? Sounds great. Yeah, I think I'm going to skip the open forum because Don couldn't make it. And, and I just think uh, I was glad that uh, uh, Paul went as long as he did. Uh and because, you know, folks, he was at the doctor all day today and didn't know how long he was going to be able to go. That's why I had to take that break to really ask him how he was doing. That's why I had to take the little comedy break, to be honest with y'all. So, but he held up, didn't he, darling? He sure did. Yeah, he saved so sure good, did. so we went on. But anyway, folks, we're going to go ahead and wrap the show. Darling, I'll go ahead and let you just give last words, any last final thoughts, and then I'll do the same, and we'll just close out the show. Okay, I want to thank everybody for coming on and listening to us tonight. And hopefully you learned a little bit more about this Douglas Kennedy reunion. Um, And I truly enjoyed one more interview with um, family. So um, everybody have a wonderful week. Bless me. All right. Well, darling, listen, I appreciate everything you do. I know you're busy these days over at the IRS, and your time and schedule is getting limited, just like myself. So I, I, I do appreciate for all the little things you do, and I just want to tell you that, okay? Just wanted to tell you that. Okay. Thank you. No, not All right. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and meet you in line. All right, good night. And I'm going to meet you in line, folks. I'm going to get out of here because some of you, y'all just have this loyalty to us. You don't want to hang up until we are done, and I respect that. So I'm going to just go ahead and just say, like darling say, I so enjoy talking to Paul. I love talking to older people. And I bet you if people was listening, I know Calvin was, but if there was other people listening on even the Addy side, I bet they learned some things as well. The man has done a lot of things. That was a lot. Kind of remind me of the Emma Jewel interview. You know, Emma Jewel was just just constantly spitting out different things she was doing. It kind of reminds me of that. Paul has done a lot, a whole lot. I really, really enjoyed that. Well, listen, family. Remember, next week we're going to have a special show on it. Will not be a Douglas Kennedy Family Friends Network on the station Five Smooth Stone, which is what this station is. This is a show that that that's produced by that station. We're going to produce a special show next week. And just go to the Ed Nisbet page and I'll let you know what it is. Or it may just be a, a secret. Might not reveal anything until the day of the show. So that's what's happening next week. Love every single one of y'all. Yes, I do. I love every single one of y'all. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it, family. Check this song out and ask yourself this question. You know, I always put a lot into the last song. Can you, do you, but is this your heart's cry to the Father? As y'all know, we're believing God. We're praying, family, as a united front, that our family will get stronger with our relationships with the Father. Folks, we've got to get close to the Father. You heard, uh, you even heard uh, Paul talk about that a little bit earlier. We, uh, he talked about how he had a relationship with God. And I'm just, I'm just 
uh, piggybacking on him. We got to get stronger. We got to get strong. We got to strengthen our faith in, because some of these problems we're going through, money can't save us. We can't buy ourselves out of some of these messes we get ourselves in, and uh, some of it's going to require a supernatural uh, uh, hand. So. Anyway, and don't forget to keep the, the family in prayer, Tommy's family and everybody. Folks, listen to this song. Listen to the words of the song, and I hope and pray that one day we'll be able to mean this song as a family, okay? It simply say, yes. <laughs> How about that? Yes to the Father. That's basically what it's saying. Can you say yes? Well, we better. All right, good night, everybody. Yeah. 